It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. This time, the investigation will yield results delivered to the public. At least that's what we're being promised. And speaking of promise, we dive into mock drafts to find out which potential filled collegiate player will become the commanders of the future. And The Rock, Dwayne, The Rock Johnson drops by with a special announcement. Kind of drops by. All of that right now on the Locked On Commanders podcast. You are Locked On Commanders, your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, Commanders fans, to the Locked On Commanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, free and available on all platforms, and we thank you for making us your first listen of the day. I am David Harrison covering the commanders for Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. My co-host Chris Russell not here for today's episode, but you can find the rooster one half of the Russell Met Her show on the Team 980. Find them Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern or anytime along with this show on the Odyssey app. When we're not there or here, we're on Twitter at dharrison82, at russellmania621, and at LO Commanders. Once again, we thank you for making us your first listen every single day. Continuing to catch up from the weekend, in addition to an obvious public dislike of Washington Commanders owner Dan Snyder, the league's shift in tone. Now a public report is coming. That announcement coming on Friday as the NFL announced it has appointed Mary Jo White to head up its newest investigation into the Washington Commanders organization. White is the former chair of the Securities and Exchange Commission and will lead the investigation that Snyder at one time claimed would be conducted by the team. Of course, the league quickly swooped in, squashed all of that noise, and now has moved forward with the intent to be uh, to to conduct its own investigation, again, led by Mary Jo White, with that report to be released to the public once it's all said and done. Because the accusations involved in this investigation that Chris and I have been chronicling over the last couple of weeks were made in a public forum, the report can also then be released in a public forum, giving just about everyone what they've been asking for all along. And that is transparency. Transparency, of course, if you go back to the Beth Wilkinson investigation, many of the people people who uh, who talked or made statements during that investigation are willing to basically waive uh, what what they signed and waive the confidentiality and all that stuff to let it become public. But basically, the organization and the NFL have been hiding behind. Well, technically, it's all confidential because the agreement was when they made the statements that they were going to be confidential, which is very convenient, at least. This way we get some transparency, as, as much transparency, I think, as we can expect from Roger Goodell and the NFL. For what it's worth, the Washington Commanders released a statement on Friday, quote, the Washington Commanders are pleased that the NFL has appointed Mary Jo White to look into the recent allegations made by Tiffany Johnston. The Commanders have always been intent on having a full and fair investigation of this matter conducted and to releasing the results of that investigation. Given the team's confidence in Miss White's ability to conduct such a full and fair investigation, the commanders will not separately pursue an investigation and will cooperate fully with Miss White. End quote. I'm not going to hold it against you, anybody out there, if you scoffed or laughed at any point in time while I read that statement. But that is a statement from the Washington commanders, apparently all of a sudden very interested in getting the whole truth and nothing but the truth 
out there for everybody to digest and dissect. Um, we'll, we'll see what actually comes from it, of course. But look, if Dan Snyder is ever going to get removed from ownership, this is going to be it. And again, uh, if, if you're not familiar with Tiffany Johnston and what she alleges, uh, alleged, you know, has happened within the organization, specifically relating to Dan Snyder uh, as well, go back to some former episodes here on the show. Uh, not going to rehash completely every single thing, but it's going to make your skin crawl. So, Further, further developments happening. Obviously, this story is not over by from a long, a long way away from being over. Chris and I will be here every step of the way to make sure we keep you guys as informed as we can with as much expectation as we possibly can. But again, at the end of the day, you know, this is all happening from after the Beth Wilkinson investigation move forward, new allegations, all those things. So who knows? Well, what else is left uh, to be found? And what else comes out during the course of that investigation, but we'll have to see how this thing gets uh, gets dealt with. And then, of course, we'll also have to see if the NFL uh, sticks by their word and if the Washington commanders actually stick by their word and don't get in the way of, of this whole thing. And then once it's done, see if it actually gets released to the public. One thing is for sure, this is far from over. Unlike the 2021 NFL season, which is completely over, but the 2021 NBA and NCAA basketball seasons are still going strong from all your latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach or suspended coach, hello, Jawan Howard, is going to land. BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right down to your Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action at betonline.net, betonline, where the game starts. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Thanks again, Commanders fans, for making us your first listen of the day. David Harrison coming solo for a second day here at the Locks on Commanders podcast on Twitter at dharrison82. Find all my writing about your Washington Commanders on SI.com's Fan Nation. Chris Russell will be back soon this week, but until then, you find him on Twitter at Russellmania621. Mock Draft Monday has kind of already passed, but there's been a lot going on, so we kind of didn't have time to get there, but we're going to get there now, and we've got some good mock drafts. To look at, we're going to start with SI's latest mock draft from Zach Patrog in Sports Illustrated. Top five picks from Zach in order. He's got Jacksonville taking offensive tackle Ikem Ikwanu out of NC State. The second overall pick, defensive end Kayvon Thibodeau from Oregon going to the Detroit Lions. The number three overall pick, Houston Texans take free safety Kyle Hamilton out of Notre Dame. With the fourth pick, the New York Jets take defensive end Aiden Hutchinson out of Michigan. And then when, with the fifth pick and final pick in the top five, the New York Giants select offensive tackle Evan Neal out of Alabama. So two linemen, two or two offensive linemen, two defensive linemen, and then a free safety. So you've got pass protection, pass rushing, and pass defense all in the top five. Makes you kind of think maybe the NFL is a passing league. I'll tell you, um, the top five is really kind of a random order depending on who you look at and which 
mock draft you're reading and, and what given week and free agency and trades and all that stuff are obviously going to go a long way uh, in helping determine some of that. But Aiden Hutchinson, fourth overall to the New York Jets, he is a very popular selection to go to the Detroit Lions if he makes it to the second pick. Uh, instead, uh, Patra has Kayvon Thibodeau out of Oregon going to Detroit. So the Lions passing up on one of the top pass rushers in the, in the draft uh, and also passing up on the storyline, bringing a Michigan Wolverine to the Detroit Lions. We move now to the 11th overall pick and the Washington Commanders selecting quarterback Sam Howell out of North Carolina. Patra writing, quote, very accurate passer who throws to leverage and away from defenders. Howell makes easy throws look easy underneath and has a pretty deep ball with lots of air underneath it to drop it over the shoulder into the bucket. End quote. If you've been listening to this show for any period of time, you already know I'm not a huge fan of Sam Howell and the quarterback potential that he has uh, here in, coming into the NFL. But, hey, it is what it is, and, you know, it's a, it's a long way away from any, anything being factual. We'll have to see what happens, and we'll have to see if Sam Howell can show up at the uh, NFL scouting combine any better than he did the Senior Bowl. Not very impressed there. From the other NFC East teams, the New York Giants, with the fifth and seventh picks overall in the first round. Again, they took offensive tackle Evan Neal, with the first pick of, of their draft, the fifth overall pick out of Alabama, with the seventh overall pick, the Giants' second pick of the first round, they take center Tyler Linderbaum out of Iowa. So two offensive linemen there to help out Danny Dimes, and we'll see uh, how that works out for them. The Philadelphia Eagles and their three first-round picks, 15th overall. Uh, Patra has them taking defensive end Ron Walker out of Georgia, wide receiver Traylon Burks out of Arkansas, and cornerback Ahmad Gardner out of Cincinnati. So again, a pass rusher, a receiver, and a pass defender. Seems like a pretty important phase of the game, this this passing thing that everything is happening. And, and with Jalen Hurts at quarterback, uh, apparently if the trades are ha- the, if the picks are there, the trades didn't happen, which means Jalen Hurts is your starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. If he's ever going to have a chance at being a legitimate passer in the NFL, he's going to need another weapon. Traylon Burks to go with Devontae Smith and Quiz, Quiz Watkins. Uh, could use some pass rush help on the other side. And then Sauce Gardner with the 19th overall pick is a steal, if you ask me. The Dallas Cowboys, uh, the 24th overall pick, select guard Kenyon Green out of Texas A&M. Again, that's SI.com. Zach Patra, his latest mock draft there. You can find that over at the site. PFF also put out an interesting two-round mock here. And for the Washington Commanders, you only get one pick because in this, in this mock draft, uh, picking number 11th overall, is not the Washington Commanders. No, no. It's the Seattle Seahawks. And you know what that means. The Commanders sent 2022 first-round pick, 2023 first-round pick, and a 2022 second-round pick to the Seattle Seahawks for quarterback Russell Wilson. The Seahawks incur $26 million in dead cap. The Commanders inherit two years, $51 million. I think Chris has mentioned this. You pretty much assume if that trade goes down, that the commanders are then going to extend Russell Wilson so you can spread out the cap as or front load the cap, honestly, if you really need to, depending on your contract and your cap needs. Uh, PFF writing, quote, if the rumors mount to results and Seattle does pull the trigger on a Russell Wilson trade, Washington is a realistic landing spot for his services. The commanders shouldn't consider themselves in rebuild mode with a roster chock full of talent at multiple premium positions. That's not to say they fit into the triad trope or tried trope that is quote-unquote being a quarterback away. 
but they're closer than a lot of other quarterback needy teams and should view a trade for Wilson as a shorter path to the Super Bowl over drafting a rookie signal caller at number 11 overall. End quote. There's more to that. Again, Sam Howell uh, is the 11th overall pick, but this time going to the Seattle Seahawks. So Patron and PFF at least agree on Sam Howell being picked right there around number 10. It's just one has him going to Washington, one time going to Seattle. And look, if it's all the same to you guys, I would rather Washington go forward with Russell Wilson as their starting quarterback than uh, Sam Howell. No offense to the young man out of North Carolina, but Russell Wilson's a tried and true proven commodity while Sam Howell is a lot of potential and not a lot of proven. Now, because of this trade, the Washington Commanders don't have a 2022 second round pick. So instead, the Seattle Seahawks take Arnold Ebiketti, the edge rusher out of Penn State, with their own 42nd overall pick in the second round. And then they take Auburn cornerback Roger McCreary with the 43rd overall pick uh, that they got from Washington in that trade. In this two-round PFF mock draft, the New York Giants get themselves Evan Neal out of Alabama. So again, uh, Evan or uh, PFF and Patra agreeing with that pick. And then the seventh overall pick, however, PFF has the Giants taking George Karloftis, the edge rusher out of Purdue. The Philadelphia Eagles, meanwhile, get David Ojabo, the edge rusher out of Michigan with the 15th overall pick. And then at 16th, they take cornerback Andrew Boo Jr. out of Clemson with the 19th overall pick. They then add linebacker Devin Lloyd out of Utah. So a lot of defensive help coming for the Philadelphia Eagles here in that part of the draft. And then moving down to number 24, Dallas Cowboys take interior offensive lineman Kenyon Green out of Texas A&M. So they agree on that one. Moving into the second round for the NFC East teams, the New York Giants add Kingsley Anigbari, the edge rusher out of South Carolina, South Carolina with a 37th overall pick while the Philadelphia Eagles add safety Jaquan Brisker out of Penn State with the 51st overall pick. So four picks in the top 51 for the Eagles, all going defense. Dallas adds Cameron Thomas, edge rusher out of San Diego State, with the 56th overall pick, ending the NFC East uh, first two rounds of that PFF mock draft. So good stuff, interesting stuff going around there in those two mock drafts. Again, a lot of mock drafts still to come. Uh, give your give your try. If you, if you want to give a try to a, a mock draft or two here or there, send them to us or tag us in them over at uh, LO Commanders or at DHarrison82 or at WrestleMania621. If you haven't tried that, perhaps you also haven't tried Built Puffs. And if you haven't, you're missing out on one of the best-tasting Built Bar products on the market. Puffs are the first-ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real Chocolate puffs are a fan favorite for a reason with some incredible flavors like the yummy cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie, which is in my fridge. I had one today. So good. These are going to be some of your new favorites. All built bars covered in 100% real chocolate, including the puffs. So you've got 100% real chocolate and marshmallow. And best of all, you've got low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bar with these. They're even better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. You could have two puff bars and not even reach the heights of some of these single candy bars at built bar. They're all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, and then they figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off just about every single time. Go to built.com, use promo code lock 15 and get 15% off your next order. Again, that's promo code lock 15 for 15% off at built.com. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Final segment here at the Locked On Commanders Podcast. David Harrison going solo for this episode. My co-host Chris Russell not here right now, but you can find him on Twitter, Russellmania61. I am at Harrison 82 the show at LO Commanders. It turns out, guys, we're all just living in an episode of Ballers because Dwayne The Rock Johnson, co-owner or part owner, or however you want to describe it, of the XFL, has agreed in, in – well, the XFL has, not just Dwayne, but the XFL uh, as, a, as an entire entity has agreed to a partnership collaborative agreement with the NFL. Before we get into the statements and the details, let's hear from the man himself, ladies and gentlemen, Dwayne. The Rock Johnson. I am motivated and, um, and man, this one is humbling. I am so honored to be able to share this very big announcement with you guys that the XFL is officially collaborating with the NFL, the National Football League. And the whole idea about the XFL, NFL collaboration is to grow the game of football, the game that we all love, the game that we are passionate about. Now that the XFL is joining forces, with the NFL with one goal in mind, which is innovation opportunities to advance the game of football. But in addition to, you know, the innovation opportunities, we're also looking to not only grow the game of football, but also uh, create opportunities for player development on and off the field. And as an XFL owner, as you guys know, my number one priority will always be the players and creating more opportunities for them. So we're just getting started. What a force to be reckoned with, the XFL and the NFL. I'll keep you guys posted. I love you guys. Here we go. Not seen or heard from in that video, Joe Cartel, but I'm sure he's around there somewhere. Listen, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, again, part you know owner of the, of the XFL and XFL owner, all that stuff. Uh, the XFL agreeing to that uh, collaborative effort with the National Football League, and it, it's, it's a very big moment. And according to the press release sent out by the XFL, uh, the XFL and NFL are working on select innovative programs to further expand the game of football and create increased opportunities for player development. Like Dwayne said there in that statement, health and safety are going to be some of the principal areas of focus. They're going to look into innovation. They're going to look into physical and mental fitness programs for players, and they're looking to study player services and equipment. So maybe the end of turf, please, for everybody's sake, maybe the end of turf as we know it. They're also going to share the two leagues are going to share game trends and data. Of course, the XFL not scheduled to get back on the field till 2023, but the NFL obviously getting back on the field before then. Uh, Danny Garcia, co-owner and chairwoman of the XFL, uh, said, quote, we're bringing forward an XFL that is progressive and forward thinking when it comes to innovation, leveraging the newest to enhance in-game access, sharing insights and practices between the XFL and NFL will do a tremendous amount of good for the game of football and support the player ecosystem overall. End quote. Troy Vincent, NFL executive vice president of football operations said, quote, the XFL has shown us that innovation is one of its core principles. We're hopeful that this relationship will support further development and improvements in the game of football at all levels. End quote. So very exciting step. And look, if the XFL delivers on their part of this agreement and this collaboration could be the first step 
towards moving to where the XFL becomes a developmental league from a player perspective. I mean, you might end up seeing the Washington commanders. Maybe they send Jarrett Patterson to the DC defenders for, uh, for the summer to play football, get some snaps, some reps some coaching, some development there. Uh, that would be a very interesting thing. Uh, something cool too, put out in the press conference or press release. Not only are they working on player development and opportunities, but the XFL and NFL collaboration is also going to focus on officiating, uh, including the testing of different game rules uh, for player protection and enhance overall play and the use of different technologies to enhance officiating. So something that a lot of people uh, have been pining over, enhance officiating and the use of technology to make it better could be right around the corner thanks to the XFL. That's going to wrap up our episode, but we're going to finish, guys, with a response. So I asked you guys a question on Monday's episode. If you didn't hear it, here it is again. With all the talk surrounding Deron Payne and, and some other players in Washington trades, if Chase Young, because his name was kind of first brought up here most recently over the weekend, if Chase Young were to be involved in a trade for one of the top quarterbacks on the market, how would you feel about that idea? We got a we got a uh, a response on Twitter from Will Cavanaugh at JRDubs21. Uh, on Twitter that I'm going to read here on the show. He wrote quote. I have no clue why anyone in their right mind would trade chase young away for anything. He's a vital piece of the defense. Sure. He didn't have a great year, but I bet he's going to be better than ever next year. As far as QB Watson would help our offense. I agree. However, with his allegations on him, it would be a very ugly look to the team considering what's going on with Dan. If they prove his innocence, then I will be all in. But right now we can't afford to have him on the team End quote. And I can tell you that you're not going to be alone, Will, in the, in those thought processes. Here's what I'll say about Deshaun Watson. And I went through this a little bit when Antonio Brown joined the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with all the allegations uh, that he's had in his past, not just against women, but just generally being a not good human being, uh, but specifically against women. A lot of women working in that organization. Obviously, Coach Lori Locus is one of the trailblazers, uh, along with Jennifer King on all the Washington coaching staff for women in coaching positions. And I can tell you that not everybody in the building was happy. Not everybody in the building was happy about it, but the, what it basically boiled down to is, would you rather play with them or would you rather play against them? And I can tell you that as much as staff members, as much as some fan members, media members are not going to appreciate moves like that, that is what it's going to kind of come down to in a lot of these situations. So I wouldn't necessarily count Deshaun Watson out of the fold uh, for the Washington Commanders, I don't think he's going to be a priority because, like you said, because of the situation uh, that they're in and the, and the investigations that they're that they're dealing with. Uh, Deshaun Watson not going to be proven innocent, quote unquote, because that's just not how uh, this whole thing is going to work. Uh, still waiting to find out for sure, 100 percent of any criminal charges are going to be filed against him. I don't anticipate there will be any uh, as of today, Tuesday, February 22nd. Today is the first day Deshaun Watson can be deposed in the civil trial. Uh, again, of, of everything that he's accused of. The, 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 the end state of this whole thing, guys, is there's either going to be a settlement before he gets to verdict or there's going to be a verdict. And I don't see how, uh, he doesn't get found at least culpable for a certain portion of everything he's accused of. And of course, what that's going to come back as from the public opinion, the news opinion, the media opinion is that he is at least somewhat guilty of what he has been accused of. Um, you go back to Kareem Hunt and you go back to some of these other situations, Tyreek Hill. Uh, the bottom line is if there if there was a chance, like let's just be completely honest, if there was a chance Deshaun Watson just wouldn't play football again, I wouldn't even bring him up. You know what I mean? 
But I think at the end of the day, Deshaun Watson is going to strap up for a team. He's going to play NFL football again. So the question that the Washington commanders have to ask themselves is, do you want to play with him or do you want to play against him? Because he's getting traded. He may not get traded to you, but who is he going to get traded to? Are you willing to face him in order to not bring on the PR problems that trading for a guy like him is going to bring? Or are you more willing to deal with the PR problems? Again, look at Tyree Kill and Kareem Hunt. As long as that player stays out of trouble and as long as he does things the right way moving forward and the team is winning, nobody really going to question the move in a couple of seasons. It's just kind of the way the world works. I'm not saying I agree with it, just is what it is. So again, that question of the week, how would you feel about Chase Young being included in a trade for a top-tier quarterback? If you want to go like Will did and, and include an opinion about a specific quarterback one way or the other, by all means, go ahead and do that. You can do that by responding on Twitter at dharrison 82 or at LO Commanders, or at WrestleMania 621. Or you can hit us up on the voicemail line, 301-615-3577, or on email, LockedOnWashingtonCommanders at gmail.com. Thanks again for making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen of the day. For your second listen, check out the Locked On NFL Draft podcast. Two great guys, hard workers for the network, Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker, bring you the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football football prospects and NFL front offices, free and available wherever you get podcasts, just like the Locked On Commanders podcast. For Chris Russell of the Russell and Medhurst Show on the Team 980 with Pete Medhurst, I'm David Harrison, writer for SI.com's Fan Nation. If you're out and about, please be safe. Be kind to one another, and thank you for joining us right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.